Uh, Leviticus chapter number 14 and verse number 1. If you're there, say Amen. Amen. The Word of God said, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought unto the priest, and the priest shall go forth of the camp, and the priest shall look, and behold, if the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper, then shall the priest command to take for him that is to be cleansed, notice this, two birds alive and clean, and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it, and the cedar wood, and the scarlet, and the hyssop, and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the, uh, of the bird that was killed over the running water. He shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times, and shall pronounce him clean. And he shall let the living bird loose into the open field. If I could this morning, I want to take our thought from the seven verses that we've read and in type, I want to preach on this thought, because of Christ, I'm clean. Because of Christ, I am clean. Would you pray with me and pray for me this morning? Father, we do love you. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be gathered together in your house one more time. I pray, dear God, Lord, that you'd help me this morning. I pray... God, that you'd break the barrier of sin and flesh. Lord, I pray, God, that there would be liberty. Lord, you said where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And God, if you don't help me this morning, Lord, there'll be no preaching. Get done. God, no doubt there's people here this morning. Uh, God, probably need to get saved. Lord, there's folks here, uh, Lord, this morning need to get settled. God, you know our needs. And Lord, I'm asking you this morning, God, to meet our needs. Lord, please, touch my mind, touch my mouth. And Lord, most of all, touch the message, God. Help my motives, God, to be that of which you are in charge and in control. I pray, God, I would not say or do anything outside, uh, Lord, of the perfect will of God. Lord, please use me and help me this morning, not for my glory, but for yours, not for my uh, God of satisfaction, but for yours. Lord, please move in this place and for what you do in us, through us, and for us. We'll thank you and praise you in Jesus' name and for his sake. And all of God's people said, Amen and Amen. You may be seated this morning by way of introduction. May I say it is here in our text where we find ourselves reading about the curse and the cure of leprosy. Uh, can I say this this morning? If you know anything about your Bible, you understand that leprosy appears uh, for the very first time right here in Leviticus, in the book of Leviticus. Uh, may I say this morning, it is interesting to me uh, the first time that leprosy uh, shows up uh, is in the 13th chapter of the book of Leviticus. May I say, it goes without question from, uh, from start to finish, leprosy is always a type and a picture of sin. Uh, my friend, can I say, uh, leprosy shows up in the 13th chapter and the number 13 is always uh, associated with sin. You know, 
know this. The number 13 is the number of rebellion. Uh, the number 13 is associated uh, with the Antichrist. Uh, and we find in the 13th chapter uh, that leprosy ain't always a type uh, and a picture, a representation of sin uh, is found in the 13th book uh, of the chapter of the book of Leviticus. Uh, may I say this morning, just like sin, uh, leprosy always starts out at seemingly insignificant. Uh, may I say this morning, you can look with me in chapter number 13 uh, and look at verse number 2. The Bible said, uh, when a man shall have uh, in the skin of his flesh a rising, a scab or bright spot, and it, shall, and it be in the skin of his flesh uh, like the plague of leprosy. Uh, you find, first of all, uh, leprosy as a type uh, and a picture of sin. It starts out small. Uh, the Bible said there in chapter 13, Verse number two, it starts as a spot. It starts as a scab. Are you with me this morning? A leprosy always uh, starts out small. Uh, can I say this morning? No doubt I'm looking across the room uh, full of people, my friend, and you know uh, as well as I do, sins the same way. Uh, may I say a drunk uh, and a drug addict and a harlot don't just wake up one day uh, and decide their lives will be in ruins. Uh, it starts out small. Uh, may I say the road to rebellion does not start off overnight. Uh, uh, but my friend, it starts out small. Uh, the devil's still doing what he's always done. Uh, he's convincing people, uh, mankind, boys and girls, uh, and men and women, it starts small. He's convincing us uh, uh, to take that first step of disobedience. Uh, he don't show you the road that's to come. Uh, he don't show you the ruin that's to come. He don't show you the repercussions that are to come. Leprosy starts out small and so does sin. Look there in chapter 13 and verse number 7. Chapter 13 verse number 7. The Bible said but if the scab, that's small, but if the scab, notice the next word, spread much about in the skin. You know why? Leprosy starts out small and sin starts out small. But how many of y'all know it don't take long for that scab, for that sin to spread? My friend, sin, listen to me. You better hear me this morning. Ain't nobody preaching like this hardly no more. But sin will take you farther than you want to go. It'll keep you longer than you want to stay. And it'll cost you more than you're willing to ever pay. I'm trying to tell you there's still a remedy this morning for sin. You don't have to live in your sin. You don't have to be bound by your sin. You don't have to be tied down, snared of the devil by your sin. My friend, sin starts small and then it spreads. But look at verse number 9 of chapter number 13. The Bible said, and when the plague of leprosy is in a man, it starts out small, then it spreads and then it stays. My friend, leprosy starts out on a man uh, 
But before you get four or five verses, it's in a man. Somebody going to have to help me this morning. Leprosy starts out on a man. It starts small as a scab. But just a few verses into it, leprosy goes from being on a man to in a man. Look up in here, neighbor. We all share the same problem. Inside of us from the day we were born was a lost soul, a sinner man. Some of y'all know what it is. For God to come by and save that old sinner man. But some of y'all are still bound. Sin still abides within. You'll never get victory over sin until your sin is cleansed and washed away. Leprosy starts out small, spread, stays just like sin. But look at verse number 46 of chapter 13. Verse number 46 of chapter number 13. The Bible said, All the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean. He shall dwell alone without the camp, shall his habitation be. That leprosy, sin, it starts out small, it spreads, it stays. But then we find in verse number 46, it separates. You know what the Bible says here about the leper? That he has to be separated. He's got to be all alone. Uh, may I say this morning without the blood uh, and the birth through the Lord Jesus Christ that uh, uh, all mankind dwell and walk alone. Uh, uh, may I say this morning uh, it doesn't matter how many friends you've got. Uh, it doesn't matter how many family members you've got. Uh, it don't matter how much fortune you've got or fame. Uh, uh, if you don't know the Lord Jesus uh, as your personal Savior my friend uh, uh, you stand all alone. Uh, uh, the Bible said it is a point unto man wants to die. And after this, the judgment. I'm here to report something to you this morning. Uh, the Bible said that we have not a high priest uh, which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, uh, but at all points was tempted as we are, uh, uh, yet without sin. Uh, he's our advocate. If you die a lost sinner in your sin, you're going to die uh, and stand before God all alone. Uh, but as a saved man or a saved woman, when you die and cross over. You don't have to approach the throne of God alone. Uh, but there's one that's made intercession. There's one that's paid the price. Uh, there's one that stands between God and man. The Bible said for there is uh, but one God and one uh, there is but one God and one mediator between God and man. Uh, it's the man Christ Jesus. Uh, I'm not alone this morning. Not because I'm a good person. Not because I'm a preacher. Not because I'm a Baptist, not because of who my parents are or where I'm going in the future, but I stand in the in the blood of Christ because I've been saved and my sin has been washed clean through His blood. Because of Christ, I'm clean. You know what else sin does? Leprosy does. Look in verse fifty-one of chapter thirteen. The Bible said, He shall look on the plague of the, on the seventh day, and if the plague be spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof or in a skin or in any work that is made of skin, the plague is fretting leprosy. It is unclean. He shall therefore burn that garment, whether warp or woof or woolen or linen or anything of skin wherein the plague is, for it is fretting leprosy. It shall be burnt in the fire. Look down in verse 55. And the priest shall look on the plague after that it's washed. And behold, if the plague have not changed, 
his color and the plague be not spread it is unclean thou shalt burn it in the fire uh, it is a, it is fret inward whether it be bare within or without and if the priest look uh, and behold the plague be somewhat dark after the washing of it then he shall rend it out of the garment or out of the skin or out of the warp or out of the wood and it appears still in the garment either in the warp uh, or the wood or in anything of skin it is spreading plague thou shalt burn that wherein the plague is with fire do you all see uh, what what leprosy brings forth uh, uh, do you see the suffering uh, that leprosy brings forth uh, leprosy starts small with a scab verse 2 then it spreads verse 7 then it stays verse 9 then it separates verse 46 uh, uh, but it ends in suffering in verse 51 52 55 56 and 57 I'm trying to tell you this morning you better hear me you'll stand before God and not have an excuse you're being told this morning uh, that your sin will bring suffering uh, there's not a sinner in heaven all sinners die and go to hell somebody said well we're all sinners I've got news for you uh, as soon as the blood of Christ uh, uh, washed my soul and the Holy Ghost separated my soul and uh, my inner man from this old wicked flesh uh, I, I'm not a sinner I'm a saint of God uh, I've been washed clean uh, I don't have to burn. I don't have to go to hell. Somebody ought to thank God. There's a cure for your sin. There's a cure for your sin. There's a cure, hallelujah, for the sinner. It's the blood of the Lord Jesus. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of the Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. There's still a fountain filled with blood that's flowing from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guiltless stains. There is a cure. There's a cure this morning. You understand as a sinner, a lost sinner, if you die without the cure for sin, just like leprosy, there is a real burning, there is a real burning hell this morning. Everybody, I want everybody, I want everybody, I want everybody, I want everybody this morning to wiggle your toes. Wiggle your toes. Wiggle your toes. Y'all feeling your toes? Move your feet around. You feel that? Feel them toes wiggling, foot moving? You better hear me. Right now, under your feet that you're feeling, is a real place called hell. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what the what the what the, uh, the the person you work with, your family, your best friend. I don't care what your mama or your daddy says. Uh, uh, we're not hearing no preaching on hell no more. Uh, but you better look up in here and listen to me. There's a real hell beneath your feet, uh, and sinners still go there. Lost men that's never been washed, uh, they'll die with the plague of sin. And when they're unclean, uh, there's no man that stands unclean that can inherit. 
inherit the kingdom of God. Uh, for the wages of sin is death. Uh, but the gift of God is eternal life. Uh, I'm not getting in on my works. Uh, I'm not getting in on my merits. Uh, I'm not getting in on my education. I'm not getting in on my morals. Uh, I'm not getting in on my mind. Uh, I'm not getting in on my ministry. I'm not getting in because I'm a good person. The only way I'm getting in uh, is the blood of the Lord Jesus uh, has been applied out uh, of my account. Uh, I'm saved because uh, I've been washed white as snow in the blood of the Lord Jesus. There's one way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. I don't care how many times you've been baptized. Ain't no different getting in a pool or taking a bath, neighbor. Somebody ought to help me this morning. I don't care how many cards you feel. I'm about sick of all this. Who wants to be saved? Uh, if you're here this morning, you don't want to. You don't want to live a bad life, and you don't want to go through bad things. Uh, if you want Jesus to be for you, and you want a good life. Uh, uh, write in your pews a little card. We want you to fill out a little card. Uh, put your name and number, and repeat that prayer at the bottom of the card, uh, and they say, "How many y'all done that this?" morning and there'll be a handful uh, raise their hand, they'll come by and they'll get their cards uh, and the preacher will stand up and say okay, uh, we got a lady here uh, by the name of Christina Hampton uh, she's accepting Christ uh, as a savior hogwash man I'm trying to tell you uh, until you see your sin on his path until you see your guilt uh, until you see your unrighteousness until you see yourself a convict in the eyes of Christ and truly get a broken heart that a man would die for you in your place until you repent, until you believe on Christ, you're lost. But if you'll see the Savior and trust and believe on Him, you can be saved. Amen. It's not in a prayer. It's not in a profession. What am I preaching on? Because of Christ, I'm clean. It's nothing that we can do. <laughs> Hear me this morning. Ain't a thing in the world we can do to get saved. And ain't a thing in the world we can do to get unsaved. I need more than four of you to say amen. You can't get yourself saved. You can't get yourself unsaved. Are you listening? I'm not clean because of anything I've done. I'm clean because of what the Lamb of God done. Hallelujah. I'm ready for 2,000 years ago. It ain't a thing I can ever do. I'm going to get myself in. And I sure enough, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm secure unto the day of redemption this morning. Because of Christ, I'm clean. Ain't got a thing in the world to do with me. It's all because of Him. I'm going to show you in your Bible this morning what He done for us. Leviticus chapter 14, I'm going to show you. May I say this morning,
There's not uh, sin is something we're all born with, just like leprosy. We're born into it and we're born with it. We choose it. May I say mankind has a natural disease of sin in the flesh. May I say there is not a man-made fix for it. There is not a form of medicine for it. And there's not a mutation for it. But hear me, thank God there is a message for it. I'm here to give you the message this morning. You better hear me this morning. If you've never been born again, washed in Calvary's crimson flow, you've got a disease that's incurable. It'll separate you. It'll scar you. It'll bring great suffering. It'll, 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 it'll mess your whole life and eternity up. Uh, but hallelujah there is a cure and the cure is in the cross there is a cure for your sin and it's in Christ because of Christ I'm clean may I say this morning anytime you find a leper in the Bible you always find that he is pronounced unclean there's never been a leper that was identified as being clean unless he was cured if a leper never got cleansed, he never got called clean. Are you listening this morning? I'm trying to tell you, before you got saved, you were unclean. But after you got saved, you became clean. Somebody say amen. The only way you'll ever be pronounced clean is through and by the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the way, once you're pronounced clean, you can't reverse the cleansing. You ain't going to show me a leper that got cleansed and went back to being a leper. Come on, somebody. Yeah, hey, amen. He got pronounced clean and they went through all that process. He didn't walk down six months down the road and all of a sudden the spot came back and all of a sudden he was back square one. Are you listening? Uh, when he was pronounced clean, uh, he was clean. Somebody ought to say amen, oh me. Hallelujah, glory to God. Something that when he pronounced me clean, uh, hallelujah, he pronounced me clean, I'm clean. Uh, I've been freed from that sin. Uh, I've been freed from that disease. Uh, I'm clean because of Christ this morning. It's right here in our text where we find the redeeming picture of regeneration that's found within the cleansing of leprosy. I just want to say thank God my salvation was settled 2,000 years ago. Preacher, how would you get your salvation settled? I didn't settle it, He did. Well, somebody ought to throw a songbook. We can't settle our own salvation, but thank God... He did it. He settled it on the cross of Calvary. If I could for a few minutes, I want to look at our text and show you a spiritual application about this man, these lepers, this leper who was cleansed and how we are cleansed as sinners. First of all, number one, if you're taking notes, here's point number one. I want you to see the bird that died. I want you to see the bird that died. Look in verse 4 of chapter 14. Leviticus 14, 4. Leviticus 14.4 The Bible said, Then shall the priest command to, uh, to take for him that is to be cleansed. That's the leper. Two birds alive and clean, and the cedar wood, and the scarlet, and the hyssop. Look at verse 5. And the priest shall command that one bird, one of the birds, be killed in an earthen vessel. May I say it is here in verse 4 and 5 that you find the priest calls for two birds to be delivered. But only in verse number 5 what you find is two birds come to the priest but only one bird dies. Does everybody see that? Verse number 4, two birds are brought to the priest. Verse number 5, one bird 
word dies. I begin to study that and find out how the priest would make that decision. The Bible said they were brought two birds clean and alive. But only one bird would die. Here's what you'll find if you begin to study. You'd find that the priest would carefully examine each of the two birds. The theologians say that they would, the priest would take and check under the wings of the bird. The priest would raise and look under the fell tethers of the bird. The priest would examine the back and the belly of the bird. And what he would do is find which of the two was the cleanest. And then the priest would take the one that was clean. The one that was the most pure from the two birds. And the one without spot. And the one without blemish. And that would be the one that would be slain on behalf of the leper. Now if I were to look at this, I would in my in my opinion would look and whichever bird was impure or whichever one had a defect or whichever one had a spot, that'd be the one that me and you would probably choose to kill for it wasn't as beautiful, it wasn't as nice, it wasn't as valuable as the one without spot. But may I say that's exactly what the Lord Jesus did for a bunch of old sinners like you and I. He examined us and then he looked over at his son. He walked all throughout the Old Testament and he seen mankind. They were slaying lambs and sheep and rams every single year. And then he looked over and he said, this is not sufficient. They're not going to wash away their sin. It can't be paid for. That's why they had to do it over and over and over. But then one day, he sent the Lamb of God that, that took away sin once and for all. You see the bird that died. May I say the Bible still says in Hebrews 4.15 We're having not a high priest which cannot be touched with feelings of our infirmities but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. 2 Corinthians 5.21 Listen to me. For He hath made Him to be sin for us and knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God. Look here, look here! In Him. Why do you why 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 do y'all think that once you get saved you're clean forever? Because our cleanliness is found in Christ. It's not in us. I can't stress that enough. Our cleanliness, our righteousness is not in us. It's in Him. And once He saves you, the Bible said you're heir to God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I just read it to you. First John 3, 5 said, And you know that He was manifested to take away our sins. And in Him is no sin this morning. In Him is no sin. It's in Him. Because of Christ, I'm clean. It has nothing to do with me. Are you listening? If your sin can pronounce you unclean again, then every day of your life, you would go around with the being pronounced unclean. This sin, this flesh sins every day. If I was dependent on repenting of every one of my sins to stay, to stay saved, Ain't nobody getting in because there's sins that we all commit and don't even realize we commit. Well, I pray this every day. God forgive me all my sins. Say, okay, and then one bad thought, and you don't pray, and you die in a car wreck. Where are you going? 
Yeah. A lot of forces to see. That's right. That's right. The Bible does say. Says that. So what are you saying? I'm not clean because of me. Right. I'm clean because of where I'm at in Him. Amen. This birth, listen, that leper's not clean because of anything he done. He's cleansed because of the birth that died and the blood that was shed and the blood that's applied on his behalf. That's the only reason he's clean. It's because of the bird that died. Secondly, I want you to see not only the bird that died, but the basic details. <coughs> Excuse me. The bird that died. Secondly, the basic details. Look in verse 4. If you'll stay with me, this right here will bless you. Verse number 4. Then shall the priest command to take for him that is to be cleansed. That's that leper. Two birds alive and clean. Look here, look here. Just the two birds? No. And cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. The priest, if he's going to clean a leper, he's got to have two birds brought, one bird dies. The only bird that dies is the cleanest bird. And then, in addition to that clean bird, he has to have cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop. May I say this morning, first I want you to notice there had to be cedar wood. Secondly, there had to be scarlet. And thirdly, there had to be hyssop in addition to a bird dying on behalf of the leper. May I say this morning that cedar wood is a type and a picture of the cross. And the scarlet is there at Calvary. The Bible said in Matthew 27, 28, they stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. Isaiah 1, 18 says, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Uh, may I say in hyssop, the Bible said at Calvary in John chapter 19 verse 29, the Bible said, now there was set a vessel full of vinegar and they filled a sponge with vinegar and put it upon hyssop and put it to his mouth. You know what you find at Calvary? Uh, you find the blood of the bird. You find the wooden cross of cedar. You find the hyssop that's put to his mouth. And you find a scarlet robe. I'm trying to tell you all the way from Leviticus to Matthew's gospel where the Son of God died on a cross. You can go back all throughout that Old Testament and every sacrifice that was made was doing nothing more than painting a picture of the sacrifice to come. My friend, the hyssop and the scarlet and the blood was all present when I got clean. Sinners. Lepers, they're all clean. Can I say this? The basic details of this cleansing point straight to the cross of Christ. As a matter of fact, all throughout the Old Testament, you'll find the same details. Can I read you some things? You know what you find in Numbers chapter 19, verse number 6? Listen to me, stay with me. If y'all don't get this, it's your fault. Numbers 19, 6, And the priest shall take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet and cast it into the midst of the burning of the heifer. There's a sacrifice in numbers. Blood, scarlet, hyssop, uh, and uh, cedar wood. David said in Psalms 51.7, he said, 
purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Hebrews 9.19 For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law he took the blood of calves and goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book and all the people. I'm trying to tell you this morning that you see there's a bird that dies. Then you see the basic details. It all points to a sinner. 2,000 years ago that was saved. That was made clean the same way that leper was. It took the blood. It took the cross. It took the scarlet. It took the hyssop. It took the water. My friend, because there's a hill called Calvary and because there's a man called Jesus Christ, I'm clean. You don't get clean no other way. Thirdly, boy, this is good stuff. This is not me, it's your Bible. Not only do we see the bird that died in the basic details, but then I want you to see the bowl made of dirt. The bird that died, the basic details, and the bowl of dirt. Look in verse 5. Leviticus 14. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed, look here now, in an earthen vessel. You know what that is? That's a bowl of dirt. An earthen vessel is a clay pot. Some of y'all know where I'm going, others don't. There's a bowl of dirt. There's a bird that's died. It's the cleanest of the two that had to die. It was the cleanest of the two that had to shed its blood. Then there's basic details. Not only do we have the cleanest of the two that dies, but we need cedar wood, the cross. We need scarlet and hyssop, all our president Calvary. And yet, it don't just stop there. The bird just can't die in open air. The bird and the blood and all those things must be killed in an earthen vessel. The priest said, I need an earthen vessel, an old clay pot. We're going to put the bird and the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop in a clay pot, in the earthen pot. We're going to shed the blood in an earthen vessel. May I say this morning, hear me and hear me well, the bird that died had to die in a bowl made of dirt. It had to be an earthen vessel in order for the leper to be clean. Listen to me now. May I remind you our sin could only be made clean by the Savior who left the splendors of glory to live in an earthen vessel. My friend, the Son of God became man in order to redeem us and cleanse us from our sin. John chapter 1 verse 10 said he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not he came into his own his own received him not but as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name which were born not of blood nor of the will of flesh nor the will of man but of God look here now and the word that's Jesus was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The Bible said in Philippians chapter 2, verse number 7, but he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. What are you saying? The bird that died 
the basic details. The bull of dirt. Listen to me. The one that died on our behalf, you know he had to die to cleanse our sin? Listen to me. How'd he have to die? Give me something. How'd he have to die? In an earthen vessel. Let me remind you of what men are. Mankind. We're dirt. Y'all remember how he made Adam and Eve? He poured Adam or Eve from Adam's rib, but he made Adam of the clay, of the dirt, of the earth. We're nothing but dirt. The Bible said we, we're made of dirt. We're going to return to dust. We're going to return to the dust of the ground. That's all we are. How did this sacrifice have to die in an earthen vessel? You know the only way, <coughs> excuse me, that we can be made clean in Christ is God, the Son of God, had to be made into a man. Amen. An earthen vessel. Amen. A bowl of dirt. Amen. This old bird could not cleanse the leper. He had to be killed in an earthen vessel. Amen. Jesus, God, manifest, the Bible said manifest. In the flesh. He took on the form of a servant. He was wrapped in flesh as we are. In other words, somebody's going to have to help me preach. Uh, the great glorious God of heaven uh, was put into an earthen vessel and His blood was shed uh, so that a bunch of leper sinners uh, like you and me could be made clean. Uh, I'm trying to tell you because of Christ I'm clean this morning. Because of Christ I'm clean. Not only do we see the bird that died, the basic details, the bowl of dirt, but then I want you to see the bird that's dipped. The bird that's dipped. Look at verse 6. Matthew 14, 6. Look with me. Some of y'all wondering what Brother Jim's doing. He asked me one time. <clears throat> he said somewhere else, over somewhere or another, I don't know. He can tell you after service. If a man agrees with what the preacher's saying, they'll come up and stand. And so if you ever see him get up and stand with him, that's what he's doing. He's just showing he stands with me. Amen. The bird that's dead. Look at verse 6. Now we've got two birds. Verse 4. One bird dies. Verse 5. Does everybody remember that? The one that dies, it dies with... Uh, hyssop and scarlet and cedar wood and it has to be slain in an earthen vessel a bowl of dirt verse number 6 as for the living bird he shall take it the living bird and the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water now, not only do we see a type of the sinner and the leper, but now we see a type of the sinner in the bird that remains alive. What does the priest... Are y'all with me? I, I, I felt like this would go along. I could go somewhere else and preach this and they'd tear the chandeliers out of the yeah, That's the truth. Y'all used to. That's the truth. That's the God's honest truth. They would take the living bird. Get this picture. Two birds. This cleanness of the bird dies. Right, yeah. It don't just die. It has to die with cedar wood cross, yeah. scarlet type of sin, and the robe that was put on him, and hyssop, which they put to Christ's mouth on the cross of Calvary. Yeah. 
And the bird had to die, had to be killed in an earthen vessel. In other words, they would take that blood or they would take that bird, that scarlet, that cedar, and that hyssop, and they would put it inside an earthen vessel and they would kill that bird and the blood would fill the vessel. Then they would take the living bird and dip it. If you study that word dip, that word dip right there literally means this, to plunge. I need to be a Pentecost church this morning. <laughs> to plunge. To, to plunge. Amen. You people, you don't have church with me, I have by myself. They take that living bird that's filthy right. in order to make it clean. They take that living bird. Right. They plunge it. Amen. Fully submerge it. In the blood of the pure bird. Well, verse number six, they would take the living bird, plunge it into the bird. We see the bird that's dipped. That living bird was unclean. It wasn't nearly as clean as the one that had to die, but it's dipped in the blood along with water and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop, and it's covered by the blood. Uh, may I remind you, the Bible still says uh, in John 19, 34, but one of the soldiers with the spear pierced his side, and forthwith came there out blood and water. My friend, that's the supernatural bird and the physical bird. On a hill called Calvary It was the blood and the water That was shed God opened up his side And let you and I in We've been covered By his blood Because of Christ I'm clean Y'all remember religious man Nicodemus don't you He said this He said Jesus He asked the Lord What I got to do to be saved He said you must be born again He said does that mean I go back to my mother's womb he said, no, Goofy. He said this, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. Uh, somebody ought to say amen. Right here is you enough to shout till Jesus comes. That which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of Spirit is the Spirit. When you see it... When you sin, after you get saved, it's your stinking law down, no good for nothing flesh. But the Spirit, once it's been dead, and the Spirit cannot sin, I'm clean because of Christ. That which is born of flesh is flesh. I understand this flesh is, does things it shouldn't. God didn't save your flesh. That's right. This ain't getting taken care of till we get a new body. He saved your spirit. And that which is born of spirit is spirit. It's no longer attached to your flesh. I wonder if I went around and asked 10 people to give me a verse on spiritual circumcision, how many of you could? And that's why people don't understand Right. So security. You have no idea about spiritual circumcision. That is right. You went to Brett Taylor. Somebody got heaven this morning. That is right. When we got saved, God cut our spirit away from this flesh. Yeah. This flesh is as lost as Marilyn Manson. But my spirit saved. That which is born of spirit is spirit. That's what which is born of flesh is flesh. Notice in verse six, there's both water and blood. Amen. 
Spiritual birth and natural birth. Look, look, look at me. Things that are different are not the same. <laughs> look, listen to me. This flesh is different than the spirit. Why is there a war when you do wrong? Then God, the Holy Ghost, starts gut punching you. He should. If you're saved, the God of glory lives on the inside. The spirit man is saved and clean by the grace of God. And when this flesh goes contrary, he'll gut punch you. Why? So you can get your flesh back under subjection and walk in the spirit that you not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's exactly what your Bible says. Walk in the spirit and you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. you got two people. You're living, you got two different views. Some of y'all got a lot more than that, I've seen them. But there's two views. There's flesh you and spirit you. Spirit you never sins. That's why when flesh you sins, the spirit you says, stop, stupid. You with me? Why? Because that spirit, that spiritual man is what's been plunged. If somebody don't holler amen, I mean just get inside yourself. I'm going to choke somebody out. Spirit you has been plunged. It's been dipped. And there's a bird that dies and a bird that's dipped. You don't know how I know I'm going to save. Not because I died. Because I have been dipped in the blood of the one that died. Oh, yes. Bible said in 1 John 5, 6 through 8, this is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood, and it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is true. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one, and there are three that bear witness in the earth, the Spirit, and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one, my friend, I'm clean because of Christ, and right Righteousness only comes through the blood. Amen. Comes through the blood. First John 1 7, if we walk in the light and see us in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, right. His Son, cleanseth us. Look here. Right. Do you believe your Bible for everything it says? Yes. <laughs> the blood, listen to me, first John 1 7. The blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin. Y'all know what all means? Past sin? Present sin? And future sin. <laughs> I'm about to, I am going to throw something. I'm feeling it. I said the blood cleanses you from past sin, present sin, Y'all Methodists, what are, what are you, what's wrong you people? It cleanses you from past sin, what you was, present sin, what you are, future sin, what you will be. Past sin, what you was, present sin, what you are, future sin, what you will be in this old flesh. I, I said past sin, what you was, present sin, what you are, future sin, what you will become. The blood of Jesus washed it all. We've been plunged in His blood. Because of Christ, I'm clean. Right. 
this blood. Oh, you think all this goes on? And they cleanse the leper, pronounce him clean, and then three or four days down the road, it just all undoes itself. That ain't what happens. When you pronounce clean, whoop, hallelujah, you're clean. It's not your dirty, rotten flesh. This flesh ain't never getting clean until we get a glorified body. But God did not save our flesh. He saved our soul. Things that are different are not the same. This man is a dirty man. The soul before salvation is dirty. This is your flesh, the outside. The soul's on the inside. You know what God does when He saved you? He went in and cut the inner man away from the flesh. And He made this as white as snow. This, the Spirit of God, the the blood is dwelling in an earthen vessel. Just like it was Him. The earthen vessel still dirt. The earthen vessel still wrong. The earthen vessel is still sin. But God didn't save the earthen vessel. He saved the soul. And one day, He's going to give us a new body and a new soul. Our soul is going to go into that new body, glorified body. At that point, we're all the way saved, if you will. Our flesh, our soul, our spirit, it's all righteous. But right now, it's not. We've been dipped in the blood. Oh, my friend. Lastly, we're seeing the bird that died, the basic details. The bird that's dipped. Then I want you to see those who were bound are delivered. Look at verse 7. Leviticus 14 verse 7 And he shall sprinkle the blood upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times. Seven seven is the number of what? And shall pronounce him clean. Now look here. For the living bird, the one that didn't die, the one that was not as pure, the one that was not perfect, the one that had problems. Verse 7. He's going to pronounce the leper clean and shall let shall let the living bird loose into an open field. Can I tell you this morning because of the blood it's here that we find that both the leper and the living bird is loosed from their sin, their problems. This living bird gets plunged and this leper gets plunged in the same blood. Not the blood of the one that was filthy, not the blood of the one that had spot blemish, but the spotless bird that was died, that had to die. The bird that died, the basic details, the bowl of dirt, the bird that's delivered, and then those who are bound. Listen to me this morning. We sang an old song, Thank God I'm free, free, free from this world of sin. I've been washed in the blood of Jesus. I've been born again. Hallelujah. I'm saved, saved, saved by His wonderful grace. You know what we're singing that for? That leper was us. That living bird was us. But we've been cut loose. We're free from our sin. That leper's free from his disease. That, 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 That living bird that was... 
that was impure and that living bird that was not as clean and that living bird that didn't deserve another breath of life, the one that should have died if you'd evaluated the two, every one of us would have made a decision to cut its head off and not the other one. That's you and me, but thank God because of Christ, we are clean. I've been loosed this morning because of the blood. Isn't it good to know the work of Calvary not only brought a cure, but it com- a completed cure. It's done. Number seven, completion. There now remains no more sacrifice for sin. The Lord Jesus died once and for all sin. May I say this morning, I'm both the leper and the living bird. I've been cleansed and cut loose. <laughs> the leper got cleansed. The living bird got cut loose. I've been both. Why? Oh, because of the blood. The only reason the leper got cleansed was the blood. The only reason the living bird got cut loose was because of the blood. My friend, thank God there was a cure and a cleansing for the incurable disease of sin. And I say just like the leper, we were all unclean without a cure, but thank God there was a day where the Son of God became that bird that died and He fulfilled all the basic details. There was a cross, there was scarlet and hyssop. He died in a bowl made of dirt and earthen vessel of clay. The, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And that's how uh, the living bird, which is a type of us, became the bird that was dipped. Uh, and those who were bound, which was us, uh, uh, became delivered. I want to say it one last time because of Christ I'm clean there's nothing I could ever do there's nothing you could ever do you know what we were sinners by nature and sinners by choice we had to be cleansed and this old wicked flesh had to be cut loose in order for you and I I hope you've got this to be pronounced clean when God looks at you, you know what He sees? If you're truly saved, He sees it. That's why when the accuser of the brethren comes before the throne of God, which He still does, and brings up your sin, the Lord says, as the old song says, what sins are you talking about? I don't remember them anymore. From the book by the blood, they've all been washed out. I don't remember them anymore. Listen to me, child of God. Because of Christ, we're clean. Those who are lost, if you're here lost, until you get to know Christ, you're unclean. And you found out what happened to the lepers. What happened to those garments of the lepers that were unclean, they were burned. If you die in your condition, with your sin, there'll be a payment that you'll pay, and it's the death, it's the second death, the burning in hell and the lake of fire. But because of Christ, you can be made clean. Let's all stand. Father, we love you. Thank you for this opportunity to preach. Thank you for the opportunity to stand one more time. Now, Lord, I pray, God, that you'll do what only you can and the invitation for what you do. We'll thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen.